in quite a while, but let's go back to 1994. Semi-final football. Uh, Melbourne played uh, Footscray in this one. The D's coming off a massive win against the Blues, who were sitting second on the ladder at that stage. So Melbourne scraped in to finish seventh. And, well, it was a cutthroat semi-final, and one man put it to bed quite early. He kicked 10 on this day, and we say good evening to the Melbourne superstar, former captain, and that's Gary Lyon. G'day, Gazza. Yeah, good boys. How you going? <laughs> well, look, I'm absolutely honoured, to be fair. Um, now, I wonder, I mean, I know you've probably um, I've run over this game a few times um, over the years, take but... Your time, take your time, Jack. Go through a goal by goal, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Tell us, um, tell us about the day. I mean, 10 goals in a final is an incredible effort and um, quite historic, really, because it hasn't happened uh, since the 1940s, I believe, so... Can you remember the day and tell us your memories of, of playing in this one? Can I remember it? I watch it every day, Jack. I'm <laughs> about to put the tape in again to have another go around. Uh, no, I get into trouble when I talk about it, really. Someone got upset recently. Uh, it, was a, it was a final. We'd beaten uh, Carlton, as you rightly pointed out, which was a big upset the week earlier. And, um, yeah, it was just one of those days. And I don't, I don't want to sound modest because people will think I'm joking, but... Um, I got a very, very good supply from a very, very good midfield and, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those days you have every now and then as a footy player. And playing, it was here, guys, and playing back then, uh, you obviously played around some superstars. Who was who was hitting your lace out the most that day? Uh, G'day, was. Um, well, who, I, I know that Todd Viney, who's a great mate and um, was probably the toughest player I played with, I wouldn't say he was the greatest kick I ever played with, but on that day, for whatever reason, they were coming off his left boot. I, I said this today, like Darren Jarman, he was putting them right down the throat. <laughs> uh, Brett Lovett was doing the right thing. Glenn Lovett was doing the right thing. I think the Phoebe boys were there. It was Andy Lovell. We had a very good day. They played well. And of course, the Ox, the big fella, was the ten and a half forward, and he played an unbelievable game. So um, it was it was a good afternoon for for the Demons fans, Jack. It, it certainly was, and I mean, like you, I do have it on Name a Game, so I have the DVD at home. Um, <laughs> so I've gone over it a few times. Now, you kicked 10-4, um, and you left uh, the ground quite early. Could have you kicked more? Well, I, I did. I came off just very early in the last quarter, so I, had a, I, I got a little corky in the hamstring, so... Um, who knows? Maybe uh, no one told me. They didn't tell me until well after the. I think eleven might have been a record in a final, which we were much as much as we joke about it. I was much more focused on um, the West Coast Eagles in the following week, which was a preliminary final over in Perth, than any individual records. So I uh, was happy to get off and put a bit of ice on the old hammy and get ready for the week after. And the the area played in compared with the era now. How do you see it? I think we all, I think all the eras stand up on their own at different times. It was just different footy. Um, oh yeah, when you on that day, for instance, in a final, if you if you kicked, you know, I think I kicked three or six by half time, you wouldn't really be expecting that to get some of the space I got in the third quarter. But it wasn't sort of so much that it was more of a one on one game, and the defenders were asked to to just beat their opponent as opposed to you know a forward trying to deal with a whole team defence so all those things are a little bit different and um, 
I enjoyed footy in the late eighties and early nineties. I think that's probably the best era that I've sort of played in or watched. But footy uh, evolves. I love the game today. I love how it's played, but it's it's changed. There's no question. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought up uh, that um, you know playing today, Gaz. Uh, as, as a Melbourne man um, and as a Melbourne supporter, I'm quite concerned uh, after missing our chance on, uh, on on Thursday night. So should I be concerned on on Friday night heading into this one, or, or do you think well, we can do it easily? No, no, I don't think we can do it easily. I've got great respect for what the Blues are doing, um, and we've got a bit of a fundamental issue in our forward half, which you would understand, Jack, yes. being a Melbourne supporter, and you know, the guys that would help us out in the back half of the year aren't there, in Petty and Melchon in particular. So, no, we've got our challenges, but we're good enough... We've got a good enough defence to make it hard for the opposition to score too heavily, and we've got an outstanding midfield who are going to provide the forwards with enough opportunity, which we had on the weekend, 32 inside 50s more than the opposition. So then it's up to a bit of system going forward, and uh, whoever they choose to, um, you know, it might, it might be Bailey Critch's day, it might be Cosy Pickett's day, or Christian Petrarca. They're the three probably who loom largest for us, but. No, we're going to have our work cut out. The old blues are in good nick. And Gaz, just with your role in in the media and obviously supporting and being a great player for Melbourne, how, how hard is it sometimes uh, watching and and trying to be sort of unbiased and straight down the line? Well, this is the question. That's a good question because if you ask Melbourne supporters, uh, a lot of them say to me that I'm too hard on them. Um, and then if you ask the supporter of the team that Melbourne are playing against, they'll say I'm too biased. So um, <laughs> I, I honestly don't find it hard. I, I went as a supporter on Thursday, just uh, as a you know not working capacity, and I found that much harder because you're um, all you're worried about is your own team. But when you when you're commentating, you've got obligations obviously for both. And I, I, love, I don't find it that hard. I hope I'm impartial and um, you know I've been doing it for 34 years so someone thinks I can sort of separate the two so that's good enough for me and we're also been seeing uh, a lot of sort of one-on-one chats that you've been having with with certain players at times uh, for TV are we going to see a a lot more of that because the insight's really great yeah I really like it it's you know Mike Shane's the the doyen of the old one-on-one sit down and we all loved him and um yeah, I've had the opportunity to do a couple, and I, I really like it. I, I just, you know, I, I sort of talk in a manner that I, and ask questions that I'm interested in, and I guess I hope that the people who are watching are interested. I, you know, Darcy Moore, I enjoyed enormously. He's a, finding a really fascinating character. I played footy with his old man, so mm. I had this sort of connection, and I, I almost look at Darcy and see young Peter. So, yeah, maybe I think there's, yeah, when you've got a. When you've got Fox Footy, which is a 24-7 television show, there's certainly, yeah, scope and time. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would, I'd be very happy to do more. Oh, very good. We look forward to that. Um, now, we had Kevin Dyson on a couple of weeks ago, Gaz, um, and he was, um, we were just reminiscing about his career and time at the D's and um, and being the rover to Jim Steins back in the day. Um, can you tell us, I mean, he told us a very funny story about the aftermath of the 91 uh, Brownlow medal night. Um, what are your memories of this one? Oh, very hazy, Jack. Uh, <laughs> I drank way too much Guinness at um, some Irish bar we ended up at. He reckons you went to five. Yeah, I was up on stage playing some sort of Irish instrument that I had no idea uh, <laughs> how to play. But the next day was um, 
there's always the Tuesdays, the Carbine Club. I don't, I don't know if they still do it. I think they do. And the Brownlow Medalist is presented at the Carbine Club. And Jimmy dragged me along to that. And uh, between the two of us, we weren't we weren't too well heading into that uh, <laughs> official lunch on the Tuesday. I can give you the tip. But what a great man. What a great winner. And uh, today I went today to the relaunch of the Jim Steins Foundation, which is still doing great work to raise money for you know, various charities here and up in the you know, central part of Australia. So Jimmy's legacy lives on really strong. That's oh, great. Fantastic. You know, a hero for all of us Melbourne supporters. Hey, uh, guys, I know it's um, yeah, we're very short of time, so we might have to leave it there. Uh, first of all, happy birthday, happy birthday uh, for, for today, mate, and uh, thank you so much for fitting us in. You don't want to go over those last four goals. <laughs> you told me about a time I've limit. Heard, I've heard all about it. <laughs> good on you, mate. You're doing great work, you bloke. It sounds like you've got a good full show going on there, so well done. No Thanks, worries, guys. mate. <laughs> Appreciate your time. See ya. <laughs> Gary Lyon there, the former Melbourne captain.